Hey there, everybody. Welcome into another exciting episode of the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Matt here once again with a rather exciting announcement for us. Now we can officially say that we are an awards-nominated podcast. That's right, we found ourselves nominated for this year's Audioverse Awards. And if you would like to help out the show, you can head on over to audioverseawards.net slash vote and fill out a ballot. And you can rank us, hopefully, at the top of your list in every category that we're in. Give us a boost, give us some exposure, and uh, yeah, help us maybe, maybe be able to call ourselves an award-winning podcast. Once again, that is audioverseawards.net slash vote. Also, you can just Google Audioverse Awards and find and uh, in the top right corner, you can use the drop-down box to find the way to vote there. We will be posting that link on our Discord and our Twitter and our Facebook, and we'll try to put a link to it right up on our website too for you guys, if that's easier for everyone involved. But that is our big news of the week. We are officially an awards-nominated podcast. This is exciting, but I won't take up too much more of your time. Please, please go vote. Come say hi on Twitter, on Discord, on Facebook, or shoot us an email if you want, inspiredincompetence at gmail.com. If you feel up to it, support us on Patreon. We appreciate everything, and you can get some pretty cool perks if you do so. And that's about all I'm going to take your time with today. So let's dive right on in here. Welcome in to episode 37, The Light of Shaylin. We're Inspired Incompetence, the podcast that's been locked in the recording room waiting for the slowest maintenance man for the last eight weeks now. How's everybody doing? Fancy. <laughs> Good. The smell's getting pretty bad in here. Oh, God, I, I'm sick of this room. Just drill a hole, please. All right, so here we are, back in Roselar's tomb, feeling strong, about to go... Uh, head-to-head with uh, a poor, innocent person who is just doing nothing but crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Elias, go. Charge! 22. Uh, that's gonna hit. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Six damage, baby. Okay. And uh, I'll let him think about what he's done. You gotta roll for Elsie's attack? Well, I think... Elsie did the charging. Yeah, I think when also, we do that, we sort of... We were kind of in surprise round, but also, like... I'm about to lift the curtain here, because I know everybody's really in suspense about this. This creature's hostile. Uh, don't whoa, say. really <laughs> lifting the curtain there. I know. Uh, so, it, 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 I wouldn't say that you guys, like, caught it by surprise, where it's like, oh, my God, they're attacking me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's fair. So... Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I let Thelias do his charge and then attack, and that's kind of wrap that up, and now we're all going to roll initiative. Sweet. Oh, wait. Uh, Joe, I don't know. I might be misremembering this, but you detected if this thing was evil last week. Oh, oh it was, as always. Yeah, and it definitely was detecting oh, yeah. as right, evil. Right, but... W- Go ahead and uh, add uh, smite to all that. Wait. Well, if he wants to smite. Yeah, I don't think he didn't. He didn't establish last week if he was going to smite it. He just detected that it was evil. I thought. I thought the established thing was if he sees yeah. evil, he smites yes. evil. That that is the established. Uh, <laughs> it's the I, smite, yes. It is it's the, the, the case study, right, or the case law, right? But yeah. yeah. 
The precedent it's, has been set. This dude will be smited. Right. And uh, I'll go ahead and do that now. It is the smite evil equivalent of if I fits, I sits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that adds, what, six damage? Or 12 if it's undead? Yeah, so just uh, add that to my tab, uh, Alex. Okay. Uhtred. Uh Four. Rogiar. Eight. Elias. 20. Vipera. 14. All right. First up is the cloaked figure. And after being absolutely decked with a shovel in the back, it whirls around and the like the tattered cloak that it had scrounged up for its masterful disguise falls from its form. What appears to be this creature's cloak unfurls into bug wings and its apparently human face is merely patterns on its head. Didn't we already do this? Yeah, this kind of looks like the... This reminds me of that thing that we fought in uh, Kishikishi's place. Yeah, Nineveh. Well, at this point, I would like a knowledge dungeoneering check. 19. So uh, you recognize this creature, Uhtred, as a Xenopterid, which is a human-sized predatory insect with the insidious ability to mimic the form of their favorite prey, humanoids. Uh, This isn't just a Xenopterid, though. You recognize this to be a Xenopterid who has been transformed into a spore zombie. Uh, Spore zombies... There are certain evil fungal creatures that can infest vermin with spores that have been infused with sinister power and negative energy. These foul spores grow quickly in the body of a dead vermin, eventually bursting from its head to form disturbing antler-like growths. At the same time, the spores animate the vermin as an intelligent undead creature. So yes, you know that this is a Xenopterid, but it has the spore zombie template making it undead, despite the original creature being a vermin. You can ask one question about Xenopterids and one question about spore zombies. Does the spore zombie template provide any DR? It does not. I want to know one cool ability that it does. Uh, You know about its poison. Inflicted through its bite attack, uh, lasts for six rounds, ticks once per round, and it deals 1d4 dex damage for each tick. Every time you say, some, you say the word poison when we play, I always get a little nervous for Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is tradition. As is tradition. So, that brings us back to combat, and it is the Xenopterid Spore Zombie's turn. Well, good thing he's right next to our mighty meat shield. Yeah. The holy man. So first, as a swift action, it kind of, uh, like, it seems to, like, strain, like, it, like, all of its, like, limbs kind of stretch out, and its neck, like, its head, like, stretches straight up, and it's, like, it's, like, straining, like, like, it's in pain, and all of these fungal spores just burst out of its exoskeleton, and it appears to take a little bit of damage from that, and Thalias, I need you to give me a fort save. I have a feeling this is a really important fort save. If its ability hurts itself, it's got to do an awful lot to its combatant. Let's go, Shaylin. Protect me. Yes! 28! That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. Oh, wait. I need uh, Elksy to make a fort save, too, please. Oh, no. No, Elksy's stronger than Elias. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing! Yes! Nothing! Nothing! 
25. Holy shit. Elksy's the heart of this group. Oh, you sported the wrong man in his elk. <laughs> yeah, you both pass. Uh, you feel uh, this, the spores kind of like fill the air. You breathe them in a little bit, and you can feel your body start to retch as if you're about to become nauseated, but you end up fight, you, uh, fight off the effect. Yes. Uh, but that was its swift action. It's now going oh. to... Uh, <laughs> Oh god. Full attack on Thalias. Hold on, that was wow. swift action. That Jeez. was the swift action. That's why it deals damage to itself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all celebrating and shit. It hasn't even gone yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was right. Those were important fortitude saves, so. Oh yeah. boy. Uh, I'm gonna roll to confirm that. Oh. Oh. Confirm that fumble. Yeah, baby. the fumble, right? No. <laughs> um Alright, uh, that's a nineteen to confirm. Uh nope. Okay. So, uh, lashes out with one claw, which hits. Second claw. Natural 20. And roll to confirm. Oh no. God. No way. That's a 23 to confirm. Okay, that confirms. And then it's going to bite. Oh, my God. Natural 20. Roll to confirm. Oh, God. Uh, oh man. This is what happens when you... In, not just I'm not using uh, LR Power Dice as a focus. I'm rolling the LR Power Dice. <laughs> yeah, well, you won't you won't let us roll our LR power dices. They're they're uh, surprisingly balanced because it's a nineteen to confirm. Okay, that does not confirm. Okay, so you get hit with two claws and a bite. One of the claws is a crit. Jesus. Let's do uh, the first claw was not a crit, and that was fourteen damage. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and let's look at that crit, Matt. Uh, I assume this is slashing damage because it's a claw. Yes. So this is called Paper Cut, Normal Damage, and a minus four penalty on attack rolls, skill checks, and ability checks for 1d4 rounds. Oh my god. What? That's every d20 thing. Yeah. Paper Cut by one weakness. <laughs> <laughs> and I rolled a one on the d4. Whew. So here comes Normal Damage. Eight. Jeez. And uh, then the Bite. Fifteen damage. Uh, that's most a, of my hit points. Give me a fortitude uh, save. Okay. Uh-huh. 18. You can track the poison. Oh, oh no, Tom's God. supposed to contract the poison, <laughs> not me. Uh, all right, so you take one point of dex damage. What the And uh, it's going to get a couple grab attempts from the two claws that it did on you. Uh-huh. 31. Oh, God. 31 what? For versus your CMD. <laughs> my CMD, my just my regular CMD, not plus anything. Your only CMD, yes. <laughs> are you are you grabbed? Yeah, I'm grabbed. <laughs> grabbed one and a half times over. Okay. So it has Thelias in its two scythe-like claws, and it just starts feeding on him. No, 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 oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> not this again. Wait, feeding? Like, chewing? Like, I understand swallowing whole, that like mechanic. It, it's draining Thalias's blood. Thalias, you take two points of constitution damage. How do I even track all these points of damage? Constitution damage? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need to, like, get him out of there right now. Yeah. Like, right now. We don't have, like, a... We have to do it this round. Okay, so... Jesus. Uh, it's Thelias' turn. 
I, should I should I put these power dice away? Depends on how badly you want to kill Thalias right now. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna so, have to make a decision. Man, I, I knew Can not I... with what I was meddling in. <laughs> the dark magics. Can I uh, escape this grapple and have Elksy um, ambulance me away from this man? <laughs> if you want to escape the grapple, you can uh, make a CMB check versus its CMD, or you can do an escape artist check versus its CMD. I will let you first have Elksy take a standard action if you want uh, to uh, assist with your CMB. Uh, and if, as long as it gets a 10, as long as it gets a 10, you'd get a plus two on your CMB. So my CMB is yep. 10. And then... Like you said, if you roll it for Elksy first and Elksy gets at least a 10, you get a plus two on it. Okay. And uh, you, add, you're, you add your attack bonus from Smite on this too. Oh, okay. Well, I, can we I transfer hero points? Because I would totally <laughs> give you a hero point of mine right now. I Joe think should have one, actually. I, I think I do have one, and I think I have to use it here. So I am going to do all of those things. Uh, I'm going to try and get away with Elksy doing the CMB, and I'll roll that now. That's first, right? Yes. And I am going to use the hero point, so... Okay. Attack well, attack use it for on. you, not for Elksy. Can Elksy... Right, right, right. All right. So Elksy got a 12. Okay, so that'll give you a plus two on your roll. If you're also spending a hero point, you basically just give yourself a plus 10. Okay. Plus 10 plus smite, which is another two, I think, from your charisma. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to roll this and add 12, whatever it is. 29. So you got a 17 and you added 12 to it. Yep. A 29 fails. Oh my God. Holy shit. Oh my God. Uh, Okay. And now for my next move, uh, I'll just try all that again. Now, for your next move, you're going to stand there and cry and hope we get to kill this thing before it gets another turn. Right, right. That's what I meant. Thanks, Matt. And um, I'm going to need another fortitude save for the poison. Yeah. 13. You take two more points of dex damage. Oh, my fuck. Dude, how much health do you even have right now? Uh, eight. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's our healer, too. Yeah. All right, so it's now Yando's turn, and he is going to uh, go around the stairs and put himself in this corner. And he uh, he rounds the court. He sees the state that Thalias is already in. And he goes, hang on, Thalias, I'll get it. And he's going to uh, take a shot. Three nat 20s, Yando. Come on. <laughs> Yando Fando, baby. <laughs> this is why we do it. Lord Richter's dice here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You better not have stopped and put the power dice down. No, 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 no. All right, so that's going to hit. Max roll. So he uh, goes, hold on, Thalias, I'll get it. And boom. And it buries itself, like, partially into this thing's skull. And it just seems to be a... It, it, it definitely gets the thing's attention, but it's more annoyed than anything else. Uh, and that's now Vipira's turn. Vipira starts, like, rushing into J5... And right before she gets to uh, next to Thalias, she actually takes a turn up here. Uh, in her head, she's thinking that there's other people who are going to have a much better position than Vipira is dealing with this. Okay. Uh, so 
do you do anything with your standard action? Uh, I'm going to hold the standard action. Uh, and if this thing moves into near Vipera, she's going to start swinging. Okay. That brings us to Rogiar. Okay. Rogiar is going to uh, fly on into the room. And yeah, Rogiar is going to um, take a burn to empower this blast. I want to use the pushing infusion, but it's not going to do anything because I can't actually push the thing anywhere. And it's not like mechanically that would disengage anything. Right. But I am going to spend my hero point to give me a plus eight on this because I have a feeling I need to make sure this thing fucking hits. I love you. (laughs) Okay, so that's a uh, 33 to hit. 33 will hit. And with the empower, that is uh, 33 damage. Hey. The thing throws its head back and it hisses in pain. And it's Uhtred's turn. I think the order operation is I move up as a move action. I'm going to use a swift action to grant my scimitar the keen property. So it's a plus one keen Keen. scimitar right now. Correct. Then... I'm going to cast defensively to cast Shocking Grasp. And if I successfully cast that defensively, then I will deliver the spell, which is normally a touch attack. But I'm going to deliver it through my scimitar, the regular melee attack. Yep. That's so sweet. Okay. That's got to look awesome, Shocking Grasp through a scimitar. And then for casting defensively, it's a d20 plus your caster level plus your contributing modifier, right? Yeah. So I rolled a 19. That's enough for a first level spell. All right. So I successfully cast the spell. Now I'm going to deliver it through my scimitar. And similar to Matt, I think this is super important. So I'm going to cash in a hero point for a plus eight on this. Nice. Fucking power of friendship, man. (laughs) So it was an 11 plus 8. 19 to hit. 19 does not hit. Rolling a 4 isn't going to get it done. It's okay. You tried your best. Okay. Uh, It is the Xenopterid's turn again. And uh, it's going to uh, claw at Thalias. What? Gotta finish its meal. Natural 1. Natural 20. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I am not. Real. This is the third natural 20 I've rolled for this thing. It's the fourth natural 20 you've rolled for this no, thing. No, the first one was a 19, and this thing's just got a higher crit threat range on its claws, because of course it does. Jesus. Oh, my God. That's a 29 to confirm. Oh, my God. Yeah, that confirms. Good night, Elias. See you guys later. Okay. You want to just get this crit out of the way now? Yep. I don't even want to say this. Hmm. I'm so sad. This is, this is called Severed Spine. Oh, no. No! Double damage and 3d6 dex damage. Holy, For, holy shit. Fort, a fortitude says halves the dex damage. It doesn't even matter, though. So DC 29 fort save. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna I, kill him I can't outright. Make a, he's got I can't make a twenty nine for it save. Alright. I'm rolling damage. So Thalias takes twenty six points of damage. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's your most brutal murdering by far. So uh I'm at negative eighteen and uh, I'm pretty sure I'm dead. What's yep. your constitution score? 
with the minus uh, two that you already dealt to it, I doubt it's 18. I think he dealt yeah, it's four constitution damage. It's 12. This thing just snapped Thalias in half. Guys, I'm super <laughs> upset right now. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, latching on to the flavor text of that crit, this thing just kind of rips Thalias in half. It's how he would have wanted to go. It was already grappling him. And, like, I don't, like, one claw was, like, already, like, just kind of piercing through him. When he hits with the second claw, that pierces through him. And then it just rends the two halves in twain. Crack me open like a lobster. Oh, my God. In my final breaths, I I curse this thing. Damn you. (sighs) And then it just paints the ceiling and the walls and the floor with Thalias's blood and organs. It is a extremely gruesome death. That's all right. Someone will fix me up, put me and, back together. And then it turns to Uhtred. Because that was just claw number one. <laughs> that is a 21 to hit. That does not hit. And uh, now a bite. Not a natural 20 or a 19, but <laughs> it's so close to another crit threat. So yeah, it's a natural 18, so that's absolutely going to hit because we are comfortably in the 30s at that point. You take eight points of damage, and I need a fortitude save versus its poison. Couldn't just leave it at the eight points of damage. I'm contractually obligated. Oh, good thing five of it's non-lethal. Yeah. That's Too true. bad. Bad thing. I'm not worried about the straight up damage. Yeah, at this point, the poison's the worst part, and the fact that our healer is in literal pieces. Yeah, that's a. Oh God. That's a 16. Okay. You take two points of dex damage. I'm coming to join you, Thalias. <laughs> hey, uh, what happens to Elxie? Well, it is now Thalias' turn, so Elxie can uh, do whatever Joe wants Elxie to do. Uh, fight? Okay. F I T E. <laughs> Avenge him. Uh, gore for 15. 15 will not hit. And hooves. So 19 to hit. 19 does not hit. That's okay. Elxie tried his best. And uh, maybe Elxie wants to five foot step out of there so Vipera can, uh, can get. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yando. Y- Yando, like. He like takes a second. He is stunned at first the the display of of gore and watching Thalias get ripped in half like that. And he he doesn't say a word and just draws his bow back and attacks. It's one hit, natural twenty for the second hit. I feel like I can't even be happy about that because it's still Alex <laughs> here saying natural twenty and it's giving me PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it confirms. Let's uh, let's do the. Uh, geez, I need to like, I need to put these dice in like a lockbox or something. <laughs> these are too dangerous. So first hit. Okay, that's nine damage. Uh, all right, and let's hear that crit. All right, this is called elbow pierced, double damage, and the target drops whatever is being. Are you held. kidding me? Are you no. fucking kidding me? No, no, no you put way. grab a different oh, card. I will not accept that. <laughs> oh my god. 
That's not that's, real. That's so not okay. Nothing about this encounter is okay. Well, at least it gets the double damage. And then drops Thalias' half of a body to the ground. Yep. <laughs> Vipira. All right, well. Uh, you just saw Thalias. Yeah. Vipira standing over his corpse, trying to keep control over every emotion, but uh, is losing the battle here. Let's see if that helps her. I am adding a plus eight, uh, using one of my hero points uh, to this attack. 21 to hit. 21 does not hit. Oh my god. Rogyar. Oh, uh, fucking A. Uh, Rogyar is going to like float five feet closer, just kind of like subconsciously. Like he has, he's having quite a lot of trouble processing what just happened. But Rogar just lets out just this guttural, angry, painful ah! as he lets loose an attack at this guy, uh, spending another burn to empower it. Okay. That's oh. a natural 20 on the attack with a 29 to confirm. 29 confirms. So for the crit. All right, so I can do either bludgeoning or magic, I think we decided for this? Yes. Okay, so the bludgeoning is called Collapsed Lung. That's normal damage, and the target is staggered for 1d6 minutes. Okay. Uh, fuck that noise. <laughs> the <laughs> This is fun. The magic one is called Transposition, double damage, and I switch places with the target. Ooh. Oh. So, okay. yeah, I'm going to One do round too late. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to do that. So I switch places with the thing. Empowered is multiplied on a crit, right? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> so that's. Uh, I, I I wish I felt better about it. That's <laughs> what, 46 and 23. That's 69 damage to nice. this thing. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of imagine like Rogue with in Rogiar's grief and rage, uh, he just he starts gathering power and it just doesn't stop, and he like just has his hand held out, aimed at this thing, and an air blast does come out, but at the same time there's like this this like like snap and like the whole room lights up, like this blinding light for one second, and when. Uh, your eyes adjust and the lighting goes back to normal. Rogyar is uh, floating or standing where the the Xenopterid used to be, and the corpse of the Xenopterid is now in heaps where Rogyar once floated. That's so badass. This room has been insane. It's like a three by five room. It's just Blood everywhere, bones everywhere. I'm not sure insane's the right word I would use for this room. Traumatizing? Traumatizing <laughs> yeah. seems way stronger. And Rogar definitely immediately falls to his knees, like trying to cradle what's left of Thalias's like head. Yeah. Yando torso. Like, Yando slumps down like back against the wall and is just like like head up at the ceiling but like his eyes aim downward to like look at the scene he's just like like just dry sobs 
Yeah, Vipira probably not realizing where she's standing currently. Like, exactly where he was standing just seconds ago. Kind of looks at the ceiling, trying to keep the tears in and just hold it all together. What's Uhtred doing? He's kind of just stunned. Very much just like when you see somebody in shock, like they're not all there and really taking in their surroundings. And honestly, I have to think that Uhtred's got to be pretty well spattered in Thalias' blood after that display. Oh, yeah. And just standing where he was when it happened. Thanks, Matt. Oh, yeah. Uhtred, Elksy, even Vipira. It, it had to have been just a, like a fan. Do we want to like just... I, I need as, a minute like, like a adding Do we it? need a minute? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. definitely okay. need a quick minute here. Like. Okay. Oh, my God. Joe, how are you doing, buddy? I'm all right. I mean, if I was going to die getting, you know, torn in half, it's a pretty cool way to go. Yeah, like, as as unexpected and traumatizing and horrible as that was, like, it, that that was a genuinely yeah. intense death. Yeah, and getting crit to pieces, you know? It wasn't, like, prolonged. It was just, like, <sighs> it was short and sweet, honestly. It couldn't have been any quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly, it was almost like he got put out of his misery. He had so much shit going on. He had the... Yeah, the, the the constitution damage, yeah, the dex damage. Yeah. You can't uh you can't beat crits in a row, really, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Lord Richter, I blame you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving that in the recording. Lord <laughs> <laughs> Richter, it's all your fault. You killed Thelias. <laughs> you never helped the DM out. Come on. <laughs> Fuck. Alright, so I don't feel well. Yeah, that felt horrible. Like, honestly. So, what does everybody do? Like, and we can, I am absolutely fine with, like, everybody took a minute. Like, you're all grieving. You're all, like, like in disbelief. You're all shocked. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Did, Did the lies carry a holy symbol? Uh, yeah, you would have carried, carried a holy symbol of uh, Shaylin. I want to find the holy symbol of Shaylin. Uh, it, I assume it'd be hanging around his neck. So it's like on a like a necklace, like a chain or something to wear. Yeah. And I'm going to remove that and place it on mine neck. Okay. We we should bury him. I uh, totally agree, Vipira. Yes, we should. Before we do anything else, Vipir takes up his shovel. Uh, Yando uh, walks over and he just kind of like goes up to one of the halves of Thalias and picks him up. Yeah, Rogyar has, he's been like cradling the, I guess, the top half of his body. Yeah. And Rogyar will kind of like float away carrying that. Okay. Rogyar will even like lead the way out. Like he'll he'll take that negative energy blast on the way out. He's just okay. He's just going. Yeah. Uh. Um. Sorry to bring this up, but I think we need Uhtred to do some fortitude saves. Yes, you're right. So you made one, right, so far, Nick? Well, the initial one, yeah, that, that he failed. Right. Yeah, I I rolled for one. I didn't succeed yet. 
Right, right, yeah, that's that's what I I meant. Um, okay, uh, give me another fortitude save. Twenty three. Okay, that passes. Uh, but the poison is still in your system. Give me another fortitude save. Eleven. You take three points of dex damage. Oh Jesus! It's okay. I only use a lot of that stuff, and the guy that can cure it. Give me another fortitude save. You said three. Yeah, that was your third one. No, he took three damage on that one. Yeah, oh, yes. The dex. Yep. Uh, I'm about to be fucking Vipera from four sessions ago. Yeah. <laughs> Without a way to make it better. Yep. Seventeen. You take four points of dex damage. Oh my god. God damn. Give me another fortitude save. Put away Lord Richter's D4. <laughs> Put away all of his <laughs> dice. <laughs> if I take five more dex damage, that's equal to my total dex. And you'll effectively be paralyzed. So give me another fortitude save. Oh, 17. So that's how much? Two more points. And last fortitude save. 28. That passes. Yeah, so I have uh, 11 dexterity damage. <laughs> so uh, I still really want that uh, holy symbol. So can we just say that like, with all the adrenaline pumping, it took a minute for the poison to really take effect? Because I'm, I mean, I'm on that. the ground now. I can't move, right? Well, what's your, what's your effective dexterity score? Uh, I have three. It is a three. Wait. Oh my god. Yeah. So you, uh, it, yeah, I mean, like, it, it hurt to move, and your movements are extremely clumsy. Like, you've got pins and needles everywhere. Okay, so we'll uh, say this. It actually, instead of it delay affecting me, Uchard feels it, and he just wills through the intense pain to get over to Thalias and get his holy symbol. I imagine it's like... It's like a spectacle to watch as, like, this, the poison is sapping Uhtred's dexterity and he's just, like, becoming clumsier and clumsier but just trying to fight through it. And it probably takes him, like, a minute to to get this thing fastened around his neck and everybody's just kind of, like, watching him, letting him do it because they know that it's just something he has to do. And then I collapse. And... Lord Richter's power dice are being locked in a vault (laughs) (laughs) where they can't hurt anyone anymore. You need to, like, yeah, put a chain around the vault. Throw it in the ocean. No, that's how Jumanji fucking happened. That's (laughs) true. That's true. (laughs) This is way worse than that. That's an evil we don't want to put on hapless strangers. Uhtred, why don't you, uh, why don't you hop onto Elksy? I... I can't. I can't hop on the Elksy right now. If you're, I kind of uh, help hobble you over you uh, over there. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not sure Uchi can even barely flop over to Elksy. It almost like it took everything he had just to take the holy symbol and get it around his neck. Well, if Nick, if you want Uchi to wind up on Elksy, then between any anything. Uh, any efforts that he can muster and Viper's assistance, then he, he can be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't care if he's on there. They gotta move me around, so that's where they want me. I don't have much say in it. Okay. Now I'm going to roll for the magical trap as you guys uh, reach the exit, and Rogiar said that he kind of 
goes ahead of the group to be the one to trigger it. Yep. Okay. It over it uh, bypasses your spell resistance, so it, it succeeds in that. So I need a fortitude save then, or a will save. Yeah, so we'll save. That's a 23. Okay, that is going to succeed. Okay, min-rolled that. So you took 13. I, I rolled 13. You resist 12, and you take half of that, which rounds back up to one. So one damage. <laughs> All right. So the will save at that point really didn't matter. I was taking one damage either way. Yeah. So uh, you guys march out of the tomb. Where do you go? I I think I feel like we should bury him underneath that tree outside of his house. I was thinking the same. So Vipira, uh, wielding Thalias' shovel, starts digging. Yando's just kind of standing there watching you uh, dig the hole. After about 10 minutes, he, uh, he offers to take over. Let you rest. Are there... Rogier wants to look around. Are there any, like, where where is, like, the the, the, the place where they kind of, like, make the gravestones? Like, are they kind of, like, just, like, stock gravestones, or are they all kind of, like, customized? I know, this is not really something that you have any reason to know. I'm just trying to get, a let, get an idea here. Yeah. So, real quick, what are we doing about the loot situation so here's the thing well in the sick twisted disgusting way this ap works we have to take it right i know but none of us can use any of it well i mean you're talking about his gear like i had well the the, the, the armor and stuff yeah he has a ring but like the armor is heavy armor that no one else can use he had a shield i don't remember what kind though I think just a heavy steel shield. Um, he has the long sword. He has like a masterwork long sword. So he had a cloak of resistance plus two, as we all did, because we got that from Balzac. Right. Barzac? I like Balzac better. <laughs> yeah, ba- it was Balzac. Balzac <laughs> the passage. We should still hold on to that. It was Bar- Barzac. Barzac. And yes, he had the... I mean, we can give that to Yendo, I guess, just to get use out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, full plate, the shield, the shovel, a longsword. Yando would take the longsword, actually. Yeah. And he had a composite longbow. Oh, with his uh, with the rest of the ammo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember Joe only now. gave him, like, two handfuls. <laughs> two grips. <laughs> two grips. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two grips. grips. I mean, Uchid's got good decks. Probably not as good as Vipira, though. But doesn't Vipira have uh, ranged stuff? I don't think Vipira has shurikens right now. Yeah, I've, I mean, for those type of situations, uh, I've kind of started realizing like having a ranged weapon might be nice. I don't know if Vipira is proficient with longbows though. I think rogues are proficient with short bows. Does he have anything else? He had the ring of protection. I think we gave him like kind of towards the end here. Mm-hmm. Ring of not enough protection. <laughs> you could have had ten ring of protections and it wasn't going to be enough. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Uh yeah, about that tombstone. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm sure I I have to assume that you guys aren't going anywhere anytime soon. I can't um, for like yeah. eleven days. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a two week vacation here. Ten, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. 
How are we gonna do this? <laughs> I warned you. At least I'm dead about it. Yeah, yeah. good luck everybody else. <laughs> At least I'm fucking paralyzed about it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Rogiar, you you set out to like search the cemetery of, you know, where like a blank headstone might be kept, and you find it. Yeah, like there's like a another shack like across from the the cemetery that holds like spare supplies like for for repairs to the fence and just, uh, uh, miscellaneous gravekeeping equipment and you find like a reinforced crate that's got uh, like a half dozen blank headstones which are themselves extremely heavy yeah I'm definitely going to I mean if this is where the supplies are I want to like take the time to carve a nice headstone for Thalias and then try and like you know wheel it back over there if i can <laughs> or if i if i can like carry it while floating i'll like work my way over there but if there's a cart or something that i can i can use i'll, I'll just wheel it back there yeah there's probably a wheelbarrow so meanwhile utrid uh while you wouldn't really be able to move that well you you are conscious and viper is also there and yando and, like the three of you are just kind of like like sitting around looking blankly at each other. Niendo's just like, what do we do now? Well, the way how I see it, we don't have many options at this point. We obviously have to wait until Uhtred gets better and she kind of breaks down a little bit. Without Thalias, it's going to be a little bit longer than my recovery. And it was only because of Thalias. I might be able to help Uhtred out a little bit. I know some tricks, but just just looking at him, yeah, that that fucking thing's poison really took its toll. Well, in the meantime, is this where we want to hole up, or do we want to look for somewhere else? That's a really good question. I'm not going to guide anybody, but I think that this would be a very dangerous position to be in if we stayed here tonight. Well, when we stayed here last night, some skeletons and zombies made it out of the tomb and we were able to put them down pretty easily. Could be best if we do stay here and we can keep doing that. If we move somewhere else, by the time we're ready to start going again, town could be overrun. Uh, who knows how many more of those are down there and what else is down there. Last night's fight were easy. We don't know what tonight's fight is going to bring. So the question is, do we want to deal with these fights in a controlled way and be guaranteed to deal with them when they come up? Or do we want to put ourselves somewhere where we can avoid any trouble for now, but, but, but when we're ready to go, we'll have no way of knowing what's prowling around the streets and the graveyard. And after kind of summing that up, you know, kind of, he was like sitting down uh, back against the uh, Thalias' house. And he just kind of stands up and takes a walk. He doesn't, he doesn't really seem interested in the actual answer. He just knew that it's a question that needed to be asked. And he doesn't really seem to care what anybody else decides. And he just starts meandering. And eventually Rogiar returns with that headstone. Then, yeah, Viper and Nutrid would see Rogiar 
struggling his way to push this wheelbarrow up. I assume this, this tomb is probably like the top of a mound or something towards the back of the graveyard. It might be. It's also pretty close to the river, so it could even be downhill. But. Okay. But yeah, you see Rogar like kind of struggling with a wheelbarrow. And you can see like a stone slab in it as he gets, as he draws close to the, to where, to the camp, to where you guys are. When he gets there, he just sees the two of you, I assume just kind of like, I don't know, like, I don't know what you're doing. I just kind of imagine walking in um, and you guys are just kind of like sitting there staring off into space, like that thousand yard stare type of thing. Yeah. Uchu's yeah. definitely got a good slump going to him. Vipira looks at Rogyar. Does she see like, determination on his face to do this on his own or is it more along the lines of like i mean he's definitely determined to do it this isn't just like a, a purely personal thing okay uh, like he he's not quite like falling over constantly but you can see that like this wheelbarrow is heavier than anything he's used to handling vipera will walk on over do you do you need help with this i that that would be nice, girl. And uh, Vi- Vipera kind of holds on to the front to stop it from tipping over side to side, trying to guide it. When we get to the site, I assume Vipera would would help like get the would help Rogar lift the uh, the tombstone out of the wheelbarrow and kind of set it up. Yeah, yeah, um, she she'd absolutely help. Yeah, once once we get the. Uh, once we get it in the ground and, and you know standing up and secured, once you take a step back, you would see that it reads, you know, Thalias Baker, the light of Shaylin, and a true friend. Oh What's God, I'm like kind of hurting on this. Yeah, right I still now. haven't recovered. I was, I was yeah. not uh I was not ready for this tonight. Like God. Vipira puts her arm over her eyes. You can very clearly see tears running down her chin what do we do what do we do we can't win there's no winning we can't lose either we've already lost what is there to win this isn't there's nothing we we fought our way through the boneyard and through the dead roads we overcame death itself to get here we can't let death stop us now, girl. I'm I I don't I don't know what what else waits for us in that tomb. If we go any deeper in there, if we go any further, who's to say that we're going to come back out? Any of us. Don't you see? I pure we have to go back in there. Even if we all die. If we don't, Elias died for nothing. His death will be in vain. That's where we win, by not letting his death become meaningless. Yando speaks up. You're not totally sure when he returned from his walk, but he's he's like standing on like the the, the outer outer rim of the the gathering that you all have. There's no other way out of here, Vipira. I've checked. I was here for days before you you lot showed up. We can we can stay in this bubble and live the rest of our presumably short lives waiting for the final monster to come and finally kill us or we can charge forward but that ritual symbol the cultists all have it they they managed to make it across here what if we just take it 
What if we just take the symbol off their hands? I, I, I don't, I don't think it works like that. Or, what if we just go down the river, hold our breaths until we get across the fog? I mean, DM. <laughs> Does the fog penetrate through water? I, I, I almost feel like every like after Vipira says that everybody kind of like looks at Yando, who's like kind of covered this whole area, and uh, he looks back at you all, and he says, "Follow me," and he turns around, and walks towards the cemetery gate. I float after him. Vipiro walks after him, taking one last look at Thalias's grave. Okay, so you all follow Yando to the grave, the cemetery gate. You leave the cemetery, and then he turns left. You go towards the river, and you get to the shore, the shoreline, and you can see that the the river, the like the bank where you are is within the bubble, but you can't see across to the other side because the the fog uh, comes down to the water before that. So only like a small sliver of the Torrendel River is inside this bubble. And he just stands there looking at the water. And uh, after a few minutes, he points. And uh, you see a cluster of dead fish just kind of drifting in the current. And he says, uh, I'd thought of swimming out of here as far as I can tell. The fog keeps going under the water kills the fish just like it kills the birds we're stuck in here he turns around he says at this point i'm either mad or desperate enough to try vipira's other t- other idea and go find one of those dead cultists cut their hand off and try to reverse engineer that mark see if it works well we're gonna have 10 days so that's a lot of knowledge rolls for Uchard. you can take my movement but you can't take my mind well yeah. At least not with that poison. Yeah, yeah. Don't get any ideas, Axel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if we're going to have time, I guess we could experiment and see if that would work. So uh, Yando starts uh, walking through the streets towards um, Wadham's Jewelers, where you guys know you guys would remember fighting several cultists there. Near the town square, too, we fought a few. Yep. What do you guys do? Rogar's going to uh, go reattach that stone of alarm to the Roslar's tomb door and shut it. Okay. And he's going to uh, he's going to stand vigil over Thalias's grave tonight. I'm not going anywhere unless I'm on top of Elksy. I'm probably going to have to stay here for the time being. Like I'm not. I'm probably not just walking on my own strength around and if i am i'm like way behind everybody right yeah. so yeah you should probably it's like right elksy back to where we are at the tomb and like okay i'm cool doing uh, that and just yeah, waiting Rogier will like get help you yeah and, and rogar will like help you get into like Thalias's bed so you can just rest for a while just leave elksy to watch over me i mean i'm struggling to find figure out what elksy is even going to do from here on out because Elsie has no reason to stay with us. Like Elsie can't leave the town, but it doesn't have to stay with us. Well, but isn't it supposed to be like kind of like a sentient, more intelligent than like a standard elk? Its sentience was kind of gifted unto it as B 
being like a divine extension of Thalias. Uh, it's kind of unclear what happens to a paladin's mount after the paladin dies, but we'll uh, we'll get to that when we get to well, that. I was just kind of angling at the point that Elksy probably has a better understanding of everything that just happened than a normal like animal companion because of its divine nature. So yeah. Like, it certainly doesn't just, like, instantly revert back to an elk and, like, go, ah, people, and then, right. like, run away. So I, I think, like, it would know enough to put two and two together, right? Like, oh, my human just died. The group of that he was with, like, this guy that's been around is now hurt. Like, just kind of instinctually would go into protect mode, I would imagine. Maybe not. Uh, it's not my Well, elk. for now, it is certainly allowing you to ride it. Right. Back to the cemetery, and then it just kind of stands around. Actually, uh, like, Elksy will stay pretty close to Thalias's grave. And after about an hour passes, Yando would return. He has five severed hands with him, and uh, all the hands have that same marking. He goes, well, I wouldn't know the first thing about what to do with these. And he looks over at Uhtred, who is laying in... Uh, laying in Thalias's bed. He says, but I can't help there. And so he uh, rolls his sleeves up and makes a heel check to uh, perform long-term care. And he succeeds. So uh, so as long as Uhtred doesn't go anywhere for like 24 hours, uh, he will regain uh, four ability score points by noon tomorrow. So it's going to be three days if we want to recover maximum. Yeah. What's everybody else doing? Uh, I'm buried in a grave. Yep, yep. <laughs> you're, you're doing great, Joe. Thanks. I mean, I'll look over the marks and make what... I guess I'm assuming it's like a knowledge arcana check. Uh, yeah, you can do that while uh, Yando is kind of doing his thing. 21. It's it's clear to you that this, this marking protects the, the bearer of the harmful effects that the fog cloud inflicts if those benefits can be transferred you don't know all right well after like probably a few hours of looking it over racking my brain really just trying to think of it every angle see if i can remember something i didn't Uchid would probably say i'm i'm sorry i just I, I don't know enough about this magic to reverse engineer it I'm afraid our only way to find out is for someone to actually try. Yeah, it looks a fight, Pira. Yep. All right, let's do it. I mean, we're going to sit here a couple days anyway. Yando <laughs> says, look, I went in there once and it assaulted my, my body and my mind. I didn't know where I was. I got turned around. It's a miracle I got back out of there. Before you go in there, we're tying a rope around you. Yes, uh, we're, well, we're all hanging out here anyway for a little while, and, <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's, let's do this. All right. All right. Rogar well, will go along to, I guess, pull her back out when this inevitably fails. Yeah, Yando, uh, Yando's staying with, with Uhtred. He's, like, basically Uhtred's nurse. So, Rogar and Vipira go off somewhere. Uh, to the the edge of the fog. Well, I don't know if I like that combination. 
That's what we got. All right, so I imagine uh, this experiment's going down, like, probably on the eastern side of town, like, just north of the cemetery gates. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. Now, I'm going to be very specific about this. Mm -hmm. I am not spending any more than six seconds in there. It is specifically a get in, go in maybe, like, half my foot speed this is just like a testing probe thing like you're trying to run in 15 are. feet and then immediately turn and run back out so like right. all in if, one if movement it, right and i want that rope like taunt like so that <laughs> way if i start running in a weird direction just yank me right back out so and and what's going on with with the hands like you just have a hand on you that is marked and you're like this will do it Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's the thought. Okay. And Rogyar's got the rope on the other side. Apparently so. Okay. Vipira disappears into the fog. You run 15 feet in. Yep. Okay. Give me a fortitude save. All right. Uh, a, a 17. You take four points of constitution damage. All right. Oh. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Give me a survival check. Uh, 19. Oh. I'm screaming. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Like, there, there's there's plans set in motion mm -hmm. that's saying, hey, I want out. Okay. So, uh, Rogar, you hear kind of, like, shockingly muffled for how close you know Vipira must still be to you. All right, yeah. I start flying backwards and trying to yank her out of the fog. Okay. Vipira, you... So you ran 15 feet to the east. You start yelling pull me out but something else seems to have the rope and it's like trying to pull you north oh god fuck. um she's going to run back to where she knows she came from okay make a strength check rogiar make a strength check <laughs> god damn it 12 oh i'm at a minus one so i'm <laughs> he's gonna roll 20 yeah <laughs> Drag your ass into the thing. Oh my god! Oh yes! Oh my god! What are you, Tom? What are you the doing? Ned. What are you doing? Oh my god! We're gonna TPK right now! Right now! The natural zero. Uh, the natural one. <laughs> into a zero. Oh, I I misinterpreted that. That's actually the best thing you. Yeah, could it's it's a good thing. It's a that was the best time to get that. Yeah. Okay. So, Rogyar, Vipira disappears into the mist. You hear Vipira shouting, get me out of here. And so you start flying west to pull her out. And you're met with some resistance. <laughs> you continue pulling. Vipira, you run 15 feet into the fog, immediately take four points of constitution damage, shout, get me out. But then something else has the rope, starts pulling you north. And you're like, uh-uh, no, I know what direction I'm supposed to be going. And you start pulling west. But in actuality, you're pulling south against Rogar, who's pulling west. You got turned around. You get pulled 15 feet. What you think is north is actually west. Ugh. And you exit the fog cloud and immediately understand what actually happened. But that is a, uh, a very concise... Uh, display of just how fucking quickly you can just get swallowed up into this fog 
and never be seen again and also die within like rounds. That is terrifying. And that's with having that hand. If that had any protection at all. Yeah. You get the feeling it did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Viper is pulled out of the fog and I just imagine like like stumbles to the ground and is just like collecting herself. Oh, that that was way more disorienting than what I thought it was going to be. Oh. So, uh, that's not the way out then? That is... That is not the way out. I don't think that fog is going to be the solution. Yeah, I didn't think it would be, but it was worth a try. What do you guys do? I go... Rogar's going to go back to the tomb to, yes, keep watch over Thalias' grave and make sure nothing comes out of the tomb and make sure Rogar, or make sure that Uhtred is safe while he recovers. Vipira, kind of white as a ghost, never been so disoriented in her life, kind of just takes a seat, tr- realizes truly she is in the middle of nowhere. Just Strapped, nothing. Cut off. Okay. I think Yando just looking at the look on Vipira's face and Rogyar's when he came back first, it didn't work. You know, kind of waves you over to uh, get comfortable and he can provide long-term care to you as well. And she'll take it. Okay. So with that, I guess we can kind of fast forward. What are we doing for watches? I mean, I guess it'll just be uh, Rogyar and Vipira doing watches because Yando's got to administer his full-time care and well, sleep he can, he can he can do one he can do one of the watches you know it's just a matter of him wait yeah i don't know i feel like you've got to be able to like sleep at some point while doing long-term care yeah so yeah like he can he can do a watch it's just a matter of him being awake and he might take a penalty on his perception check for committing more time to helping utrid but you can do it then yeah i mean Almost say, does it really matter what order we do the watches? All right. I'll take first watch. I'll take second. I'll take third. So, Yando's first watch, he's going to take a minus two penalty on his perception check as he uh, does his best to uh, patch Uhtred up in a way where going to sleep for eight hours afterwards will not uh, undo any work he's already done. And then, uh, who, who had second watch? Rogyar uh, uh, did. Right. Uh, Rogyar, you're woken up by Yando. Okay. Um, it's quiet so far. Okay. Good. Try to get some rest. All right. And uh, Rogyar's going to spend most of his his watch, like, floating up in, like, the branches of that tree by Thalias' grave, just so he can keep an eye on, you know, a pretty good amount of stuff okay give me a perception check and uh take a plus two bonus for your high ground okay that's a 23 everything's quiet all right then once it's done i go wake up vipera okay do i need to make a perception please uh 13 nothing bad seems to happen during your watch vipera's watch ends and it's uh, it's morning, and everybody wakes up. Everybody? 
Joe. Joe. Please. No. Stay make, quiet make for a, the rest no, of the time. No, 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 no. Don't you dare stay quiet. Oh. <laughs> make him cry, Joe. <laughs> uh. Okay. What does everybody do? There's not really much we can do. We just gotta kind of wait it out for for Utra to get his his I guess his agility back. Mm-hmm. Is anybody missing uh, HP? I'm missing three, after... but I think it heals all that. You would have healed double your hit die from that rest because you got long-term care. Oh, okay. And how would that work for non-lethal? Say I didn't get double from the long-term care. because I actually non- have... Non-lethal heals at a rate of like one per hour. Oh, okay, yes. so that's, that's gone. All right, so I think, honestly, the thing that makes the most sense is to do this two more nights then that would leave me with one dex damage, which wouldn't be affecting my score at all. Like, Unless you were to take another point of dex damage at some point. Well, that. right, but... Just, you know, <laughs> keeping all your... Uh, keeping all possibilities visible. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. My, my feeling is just that we're down a healer. Like, we probably shouldn't re-attempt the dungeon and, like, and not have everybody effectively at full strength. So with uh, with the new day, there's a very strong wind today. So you guys are just kind of waiting the day out. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I got nothing. And uh, not too long after that, you guys hear There's a duck. Is the I thought they were all the animals the, were dead. Not this duck. Uh, no, the the stone of alarm that Rogiar fastened to the tomb has uh, begun emitting its alarm. Uh, what is it this time? So you guys look and see uh, you see a zombie and a skeleton shambling out of the tomb. Everybody roll initiative. All right, so Vipira. Uh, 13. Rogiar. 17. Uhtred. 6. Okay, so up first is Rogiar. Rogiar is going to fly out and up. Probably up like you know 20 feet up in the air. Mm-hmm. And he's going to uh, gather power, not gather power, because I moved. He's going to uh, take the burn to empower a blast at the zombie. Okay. Oof. That's a 26 to hit. That'll hit. And that is 30 damage. Okay. You destroy that zombie. Okay. And uh, give me a perception check over here. Uh, that's a 29. As you destroy that zombie and... Uh, Something catches your eye between uh, the two gravestones to your north. Sort of shimmer in the air, about a foot in diameter. Just kind of hovering in the air five feet above the ground. And it's now the zombie's turn. That zombie's destroyed, but uh, another one comes shambling out. And uh, Rogar's hanging up in the air, so it, uh, it shambles its way over to Elksy. But that's the end of its turn. And it's now it's Vipira's turn. Vipira charges it uh or you out of a building and through yando's space okay. it's just gonna be movement well then in that case i'm gonna take the extra footing and go over here okay i know elksy hasn't gone yet did elksy go yet no uh hey joe you still with us yeah you want to roll initiative for elksy yeah wasn't elksy's initiative usually my initiative though yeah yeah but elksy does have her own okay his own, sorry. 
We'll just put Alexi at like initiative zero or 23. Yeah. From the grave, bitches. All right. We'll, we'll have Alexi go right after Vipira. Well, there's a big difference there. Um, Vipira could always hold her, uh, yeah. her action. That is what Vipira's going to do. So it's now Alexi's turn. All right. Alexi will uh, charge in and start blasting. Well, Alex, who's already standing right in front of the zombie. All right. No charge. Just gore. 22. 22 hits. For a 9. Very nice. And a 19 with the hooves. 19 hits. For a 3. Okay. And a 17 with the other hoof. 17 also hits. For a 4. Oh, my God, Alex. Alexi's pissed. (laughs) 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 All right. And, uh... Vipira, you, uh, your held action. Claws. One claw. <laughs> Correction. <laughs> Only one. Uh, 19. 19 hits. 17 damage. Okay. And that ends that zombie. Vipira, you can also make a perception check. 10. Okay, now it's Yando's turn. Uh, Yando is about to, like, run out of the house, but he turns around real quick. He, he looks at Uhtred. He points a firm finger and he says, You stay there. We can handle this. And uh, he's going to take a spot slightly to the north and shoot at the skeleton, poking his head out of the uh, uh, out of Roslar's tomb to the east. That hits. <sighs> Looks like if only didn't have that DR, Yanda would have destroyed that skeleton. But it is now, uh, it's now the skeleton's turn. And with a hiss... Uh, the skeleton uh, shambles up to Vipira, and uh, it's going to claw. That's 14 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. And a uh, second skeleton is going to come running out of the tomb and also take a claw at Vipira. And that's a 9 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. And now it's Uhtred's turn. All right. Well, Yando completely fucked up and didn't make sure to stop, turn around, and double check that Uhtred was going to stay there. and <laughs> He starts slipping his legs out from the bed and, like, trying to work his way up and out the door. I'm going to stumble my way right outside the uh, Elias' mansion, and uh, I'm going to use a Disrupt Undead spell on the red guy. I think that's a skeleton. Yep. So I rolled a, a 7 on that. Disrupt undead okay. for the range to touch attack. Yeah, your attack goes wide. Yeah, well, I'm pretty clumsy right now. And we're back to Rogiar. Okay, Rogiar is going to uh, float over five feet and uh, take a blast at the blue skeleton, the one to the north. Okay. Uh, and he'll gather power to empower this. Uh, that's a 14 to hit. 14 will not hit. Yeah. Okay, uh, Vipira. Vipira is going to claw claw. Oh, a 21 to hit. 21 hits. Six damage. Who are you hitting? Uh, Red. Okay. That finishes off that skeleton. And she turns to blue. And with a natural 20. Roll confirm. And it looks like a 12. 12 not going to do it. Ugh. But six damage. Okay. Feel a lot of that get absorbed by damage reduction. It's Elksy's turn. Is Elksy gonna stand 
uh, guard at Thalias's grave, or is Elksy gonna charge into battle? Ah, uh, yeah, he'll do some charging. Gallop, 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 gore. 17. <laughs> 17 hits. <laughs> Nine damage again, holy shit. Elksy destroys the skeleton. Nice. That's fitting. Good old Elksy. <laughs> um, I could tell Joe is pleased, but I could also just hear the the complete lack of enthusiasm. <laughs> Can you blame him? Voice. No. <laughs> Love you, Elksy, but it, it was really Thalias um, <laughs> I was into. <laughs> You're sort of a, an addition to him. <laughs> yep. And yeah, with that, the uh, the threat seems to be over. Uh, but Uhtred... Uh, Make a perception check. I'm terrible at these. 19. Okay. Uh, and I rolled for Yando, but Rogiar seems to be the only person to uh, see this uh, floating shimmer in the air. Yeah, I immediately pointed out now that the thread is gone. I go, everyone, look. What What's that thing over between those graves? It's like something floating in the air. Viper goes to, goes to look. Even with Rogiar pointing it out, it's it's extremely hard for you to like focus on this because it's it's nothingness, but it's just slightly it's slightly different nothingness than the nothingness that is the air that it's otherwise within. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Such a weird yeah, it was a crazy description. But like I don't know how you could have done it any differently or any better. Right? Uh, make a spellcraft check. It's a 28. It seems like the scrying sensor of a clairaudience clairvoyance spell. It's a uh, spell from the divination school. Creates an invisible magical sensor at a specific location that enables you to hear or see your choice, almost as if you were there. You don't need line of sight or line of effect, but the locale must be known, a place familiar to you or an obvious one. Once you have selected the locale, the sensor doesn't move, but you can rotate it in all directions to view the area as desired. Unlike other scrying spells, the spell does not allow magically or supernaturally enhanced senses to work through it. If the chosen locale is magically dark, you see nothing, etc., etc. Oh, that's definitely a scrying sensor. I imagine it must have been... Uchard kind of, like, chokes a little bit. I imagine it's what Thalias might have seen the other night. That's not what we need right now. It's still there. Yes, yeah. you guys are like all kind of watching it. Uh, I want to shoot it. I don't think it'll do anything. Like me, the player, I don't think it's going to do anything. But Rogar's going to shoot it. Okay. Uh, yeah. It uh, you 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 send a uh, an air blast at it, and the blast goes through it, and it doesn't seem affected by it. Okay. Is there any way to tell? I mean, this is probably more Uhtred than anything, but is there any way to tell if it's looking or listening? Like, which one is it doing? What was your spellcraft track, Uhtred? 28. But you said I kind of knew that with this spell, you can hear as well as see. You have have to to choose choose one one or the other. You can't tell uh, if if this specific clairaudience, clairvoyance spell is being used to watch, to look or listen, but considering you guys are surrounded by fog, not really anywhere open, it would probably seem most logical that whoever's casting this is trying to look, but 
That's all the information you have. Uh, when kind of given that prompt, Vipira gives it the middle finger. Rogar, can can you start swirling the wind, whipping air around? I'm. Just do it. Make I, it as loud as you can. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Starts swirling stuff around. Um, he'll even like take a handful of dirt and just kind of like like throw it over there and try and, and use his like basic aerokinesis to just make it like a ball of like staticky dirt swirling around the center. Seeing Rogar kick dust up, I'm going to take out my potion of invisibility and drink it. Okay. And now that the wind's whipping. I'm going to say, I'm not sure if they can see you or hear us, but I just drank a visibility potion. You guys might want to do the same. Is the alarm still going off? And is there still stuff coming out of the tomb? No. Well, I mean, the first thing we got to do is turn off the stone and shut the doors again. So it's not like we're just running out of this area. So if we have to do that, then discuss where we're going... I would just rather do all of that invisible. So when we do go in a direction, like this thing isn't watching and going, oh, well, they went west of the graveyard. I'll look there first. All right. Vipira drinks a potion of invisibility. Okay. Uh, Yando also drinks a potion of invisibility. Well, now there's peer pressure. <laughs> so I guess Rogiar does too. Okay. Rogiar, can you go turn off the stone? Uh, I can keep this wind swirling or I can do that. You gotta pick one. Keep the wind swirling. Yando, if you'd be so kind. Alright, here I go. A few seconds go by and the uh, the alarm turns off. Alright, everybody go, go over by where Rogar was uh, standing. He was flying. Underneath him. Let's meet by Thalias' grave. Alright, I'm here. Alright. Something's clearly watching us, and my best guess is it's that vampire and the cultists. I, I think they're probably the ones trying to scry on us. And we need to get out of here right now. So, I can't, I don't... Well, where do we go? Well, I, for right now, let's just go meet up at the old jeweler's shop. Try and stay close together as we go, and... I mean, we're not going to get there before our invisibility runs out, so... I just... We should put the stone back on the... The tomb. Maybe we'll get lucky and some of the cultists come looking for us. The alarm will get activated and they'll have to deal with these fucking undeads. Although they'll... They'll probably be happy. They'll probably try and hug them. Well, I guess they're welcome to try. We can always hope they wander into that trap inside and... You know, die. It's true. Either way, we, we should probably move from here and regroup. Okay, all right. Vipier runs to the uh, jeweler shop. And we'll see you next week uh, on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Uh, see, see ya. ya. See ya. See ya.